Hey, this is Marty McFly, and you're listening to Hydrate Level 4 Presents Podstalgic, a film podcast on core temp arts. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a podcast? Welcome to another episode of Podstalgic. This is a podcast where we take a nostalgic look and rediscover movies new and old. And for this episode, we are doing a new release movie, Terminator Dark Fate. The sixth installment, I suppose, if you want to count the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Um, I believe James Cameron is not necessarily dismissing the sequels, uh, you know, post his movies. Uh, I think he's just calling them like alternate timelines, which, you know, sure, it's fine. Uh, but anyway, I'm Peter. Uh, joining me as always is... Mariano. And we have a special guest, uh, Some sometimes on these newer re- releases and, you know, some of these uh, older gems as well. How are you doing, Allegra? Hi, I'm doing good. I don't know if I'm special anymore. <laughs> you're you're kind of like the third co-host, you know, when uh, when you want to talk about a movie. <laughs> right, right, right. Because <laughs> I'm sure we pick some where you're just like, no, nah, I'll pass. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, mm, nah. Yeah, yeah I, think we, I think we all pass on the last one. <laughs> uh, let me see. Hold on. I have to think about it. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm talking yeah, about. The anniversary. We'll, we'll, we'll just throw it out for anybody yeah, like yeah. does follow the show. But we were planning to do the best man, and after watching it, we go, "This is this does not hold up at all." Oh my um, god. Yeah, and I think we just decided, you know, it's all right. <laughs> you know, there's we, two we hours we can't get back, but we don't want to spend another two hours talking about it. <laughs> right. We, we don't have to. Yeah, it was like I remember it at the time. There was some trashy trashiness to it. You know, but man, watching it again, I'm all like, holy shit, that's a lot of, tra- it's just all trash, basically. Yeah, Pretty you got to turn off a lot of brains to uh, process <laughs> some of the things that happened in that movie. Multiple brains, yes. <laughs> yes. Agreed. Uh, with Terminator Dark Fate, um, for anybody that's tuning in for the first time, just because, you know, you found that, uh, you know, there's a podcast uh, covering this movie, the way we do new releases is we'll talk about it non-spoilery in the first segment here. Uh, it'll, it'll be a few minutes, but then, you know, I'll play the trailer or something like that, and we'll come back with details. Um, just a little bit about this movie. Uh, in this installment, I... I don't know if I really need to like it, it's it's the same thing, right? Terminator is sent back to the past to they have a target, and then uh, you know we have the return of Linda Hamilton reprising her role, uh, Sarah uh, Sarah Connor, you know, a very iconic character there. Mm-hmm. We also have uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger making a um, a small return as well uh, as as himself, the T eight hundred, you know, model one hundred one. Uh, we also got newcomer Mackenzie Mac- Davis playing Grace. Uh, she's a soldier from the future, twenty forty two. Natalia Reyes. Uh, she plays Danny Ramos. Uh, she is the woman that um, is sent, or she's the one that Grace is sent back to protect. And Gabriel Luna plays um, the new Terminator uh, called a Rev-9, uh, which is a prototype sent back. And this one, the, the difference is, so it basically, it's like the T-1000 from T-2, uh, but it also has an exoskeleton like Arnold, right? So so it's a it's a two-in-one, you know? So, you, you know, you go to the toy toy shop, you know, where you buy like a two-for-one kind of thing. So that's what this Terminator is. Um, anybody else worth noting? I think that's pretty much it. Those are the main. Those are the main characters. Yeah. I okay. Agree. Yeah. Like, okay. Totally. Yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say we, we're just gonna pretty much. I don't think there's much to say, right? Because it is Terminator. Yeah. You guys it should know. What, you yeah. guys know what Terminator is. So, I mean, if you 
for the most part. If you follow the franchise. New. Exactly. If you follow the franchise. Because um, anything else, anything more than that, I believe, will get into spoiler territory. Spoil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll, you know, we'll toe the line a little bit. Uh, Allegra, I want to start with you real quick. Um, what is your history with the, uh, like the Terminator uh, as a franchise? So I have watched every single Terminator movie. Um, I started watching the the Sarah Chronicles, uh, which was very, very good um, with Summer Glau and um, Lena Headey as Sarah Connor. Or was she Sarah Connor? I can't remember yeah, now. She was yeah, yeah, she was Sarah Connor. And Summer Glau was the, was the Terminator. Terminator. Yep, yeah. 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 Um, I don't. I didn't finish the series, not because I didn't want to, just because life. But oh, well, Fox cancels it anyway, because Fox cancels everything. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I am a. Uh, I would call myself pretty much a diehard Terminator uh, fan. Okay. Because even though there are some Terminator movies that could have been left out of the franchise, <laughs> I still like them just for the sake of it's Terminator, right? Okay. You know, it yeah. was one of my f- movies that I grew up with and loved. It's like RoboCop, you know, RoboCop is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, and, love it. You know, those two are kind of the ones I go to, you know? So I definitely um, was in for it, even though I know I didn't have high expectations. Let's just put it that way. Oh, sure. Yeah. What about you, Mariano? Uh, yeah, I, I remember as a kid watching the original Terminator and liking it, but the hype really was re- was real in uh, T2 because when that came out, that was a phenomenon. That was like, that movie was like huge. But I mean, I love that Terminator uh, story already anyway. And you know, t- whenever I watch T2, it holds up to me. I feel like maybe that's, to me, out of the whole franchise, that's the best movie. Yeah. Um, and it's, I think, because the writing's stronger, I, I want to say. You know, and again, you know, of course, this whole thing is about time traveling, like terminating robots or whatever, you know, with a mission to kill. So, you know, suspend disbelief. But I remember the special effects being really cool and, and, and just the storyline being cool and the whole idea of the original Terminator helping out. Well, spoiler alert for T2. Um, <laughs> helping out uh, Sarah Connor and... and um, John. John Connor. John. Yeah. Very difficult name to remember. Um, <laughs> Very. Anyway, so with that, I was like all the way in. You know what I mean? So after that, it's like, I don't care. Give me, give me Terminator movies. I'll watch them. For the exception of Genesis, which I tried and I couldn't get past 15 minutes. I was yeah. like, I just can't. It was not good. It so was hard to watch. That's just how. And I was like, I tried, man. I was like, I'm a big Terminator fan also. I guess you and I, Allegra, are Terminator nerds. We're Whoa. Nerds. Whoa, what is that? Nice. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you tried. You really tried. I tried. I was going to go there. Okay. That's okay. All right. Uh, a couple things uh, w- with what Allegra said. Uh, I am too a Robocop fan. And not only that, that was our very first uh, movie review on this podcast uh, when we started off as a father and son podcast with my son and I, um, who also sat in on the, the Terminator 1 and 2 reviews a few years ago. I, and I think it was like 15 then. Um, I, I too have seen every single one of them. Now, with the Sarah Connor Chronicles, uh, I think I watched most of the first season. Like you, Allegra, life happens and I was unable to, uh, finish it. Um, I do own season one and two, both on DVD. So, you know, maybe at some point I'll go back and, and, you know, finish it up. Um, I remember when T3 came out, I was actually serving on active duty and they gave us a free screening on post. And I went to go watch it, 
And I walked out of that theater and I go, I want my money back. And my friend was like, it was free. I go, yes. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, three was very much like a self-parody. You know, they, it gave us nothing really new. It postponed Judgment Day. I thought it was a great idea. I did not like Nick Stahl as John Connor. But anybody that listens to the show knows that I hate recasts. Even in my favorite movie, um, you, you change uh, a character. And, and I get it. There, there's all these negotiations that fall through and you can't get people back for certain. That's just my preference. You know, maybe you don't include that character if you can't get this, uh, get somebody back. I don't know. You know, I don't work in the industry, but um, obviously T3 had a lot of problems. Uh, Salvation was the first time that we saw, or the the, the movie took place after Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. Um, at least that's the way I remembered it. I don't know if it was before or after Judgment Day. I, I feel like it was after, obviously, because it was in the future. But I think all the crap that came out with like Christian Bale beforehand, uh, you know, there might have been like a little a bit of baggage going into Salvation, you know, how he was like yelling at the, the I forget the, the gentleman's like, um, like what he did, I think with the lights or something, but somebody that worked on the crew, the, there's that infamous uh, audio clip of him just going ape shit on this guy. And I guess people are like, oh, he was method acting. I'm like, I don't know if John Connor was acting, actually acting like that. Uh, but anyway, um, Salvation was fine. It's watchable for me, not one of my favorites. Uh, then came the Sarah Connor Chronicles and then Genesis. Now here, okay, so Genesis, I did an instant review on, and I actually remembered uh, enjoying it. And I don't know if it's because that it had been so long since we had uh, a Terminator movie at that point. So I remember being very easy on my review, and some of the other um, you know podcast uh, buddies of mine were like, "Really, you liked that movie?" So <laughs> okay, so about a month or two ago, I actually rewatched it and. Somehow I got through the movie, but I think I was trying to see if, you know, did I really like it or did I have some sort of like nostalgic lens on? And it was definitely not a good movie. Um, The writing and the dialogue was just not good. Things didn't make sense. And um, I think for me, it's just like anytime Arnold is still attached to it, I think I'm still going to watch it all the way through. Right. So I guess that will kind of bring us to Allegro. What did you think of of Dark Fate uh, as a whole? So um, I really love that it was focused on the women, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I, side note, have a crush on Gabriel Luna. Okay. <laughs> I, I know his name. What is it? What is he from? He was from what I remember him from, but I've seen him in other stuff since then. But I remember him as Ghost Rider on um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. The I think what was oh, it, okay. season five or four or five, something like that. Um, Robbie Reyes. So, yeah, Robbie Reyes. And so I really loved Ghost Rider. And I really felt like Gabriel Luna was bringing kind of a little bit of that into this Terminator character. And I really love that he has this kind of charm that, you know, and I think that's what's important about the Terminators is that um, they have to be somewhat charming in order to kind of get what they need to get from people. Right. So he has this charm and I love that it was um, spoken. A lot of the dialogue was spoken in Spanish and that it was set in a lot of it was set in Mexico. I just love that. It was a nice little twist. Um, it was a nice little, like add a little culture if, if I may say so <laughs> to it. Um, so I just really appreciated that 
that part of it and just kind of the the a little bit menacing you you want to be charmed but you're also menaced by this particular terminator too um so yeah i i liked it i liked it enough you know i wouldn't recommend it as a uh i think t2 is always going to be my favorite it's always the one that i watch over and over and over yeah um i even watched the first terminator multiple times um just for nostalgia's sake but as an overall T2 is kind of the best, the best one in terms of how it was put together. But Dark Fate was fine. Like I, I think it's definitely worth watching in the theater on the big screen. Um, And there was enough action. It wasn't too much, not, not too little, not too much. It was just right in the middle, kind of middle of the road for me. Okay. Um, It's funny how uh, you, you don't like um, Rise of the Machines, but actually, I like that one. I do too. <laughs> um, T three, yeah, yeah I really. Do. The, the Elton John glasses at the strip club and talk yeah. to the hand. You like all that? Okay, it's okay. I okay. I like Claire Danes. I like because okay. I like too. actors. So yeah. there's <laughs> <Actor>. that. <laughs> and it and what I remember from that is that it was a prelude to when the machines took over. So it, it's like, so it's interesting about you know we. You know, alternate timelines. Yeah, let's call every movie an alternate timeline, right? Right. Because yes. they're not really because in that movie, it's like they did stop what was supposed to happen, Postponed but they didn't it, yeah. because right. it ended up happening anyway. Because Skynet, Skynet might have been gone, but it still happened anyway. So, but I was like, you know what? I do like this. I like the fact that it was like it's leading up to the machines taking over, and well, we're gonna have to save John no matter what. So let's put him in this bunker or whatever. And I like Claire Danes. Big fan of Claire Danes. Um, uh, for this film, I. I liked it, man. But you know, you have. I think if you're in, it's because you're already a Terminator fan. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And you you watched Genesis, unfortunately, and I hope that that didn't turn you off to like watching this one. <laughs> but I'm sure they they got Linda Hamilton back to be like, come on, guys, come back home, come back home to Terminator World. You know, uh, I enjoyed it. I I thought it was good for a Terminator film. I'm not gonna be like, you know. I'm, I'm turning on my fanboy glasses on here and being yeah. like, I was entertained. Yes. Um, I would recommend it to Terminator fans. Big screen, definitely. The action was really good. Little, the twists were cool. Like, um, there's certain problems I had because, you know, what are you going to do? The writing wasn't as, as good as like Terminator 2. T2 is still the best of the franchise. I mean, I don't know if they'll be able to, to get any of that back, but you know what? Watching, um, oh, you know, like, Older versions of uh, Sarah Connor and uh, and the and and the Terminator was was cool with some new folks. I, I had a good time. I had a good time out there. Um, but you know, if you're not a fan of Terminator, if you're one, I don't know if you want to see like uh, some like like high 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 highfalutin high class uh, filmmaking. Yeah, maybe you don't want to watch this. What are you doing watching like <laughs> you know like action movies anyway? You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, to put it this way, it is uh, better, much better than Time Cop. Oh no! We we did talk about time cop. Uh, You know what? I I don't mind seventy two year old T T eight hundred. No, yes, agreed. Agreed. He looks good. He looks great. Looks great. And I will add just real quick that there were actually some moments where I was kind of gripping my seat, like a little like. Whoa! What I mean, you kind of know what's going to happen, but at the same time, you're like, damn. (laughs) It's definitely good. Um. Let me just touch on T3 just a little bit. I, I really do love the idea of them postponing Judgment Day, and that's how they gave us 
you know, um, oh, you know, that that's the reason for T3 existing. I do remember the ending leaving a sour taste in my mouth just because it ends so abruptly. I was like, wait, that's it? Like, you know, that's how we're going to end the movie? Again, spoiler alert for, for that movie. Um, but Claire Danes and uh, Nick Stahl end up in a basically a bunker and then then it ends you know so those two are able to uh to survive judgment day and and go on to help lead the resistance uh nick stall i i don't know what it is I, I think maybe because i grew up really enjoying him in the movie called man without a face uh directed by a a, a man whose whose name we will not uh mention um, but I knew him as like a child actor. Then to see him as this iconic character, John Connor, and see him in like old age makeup with battle scars, I, I it rubbed me the wrong way, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe if they went with somebody um, a little bit less known, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, maybe he wasn't as known to other people as he was to me. Again, it was a movie I saw like on HBO all the time. But I, yeah, I, I don't know. And some of the jokes, I, I, I guess that tonally, it was just like some of the things were just way too slapsticky. The talk to the hand comes up, but you know, like two to three times in that movie. But I do like, you know, that uh, that it was John Connor and his like lieutenants that were the targets at that time around. So probably one of the better sequels, but not saying a lot, just because they're all kind of you know middle of the road there. Uh, but Dark Fate. Um, Again, I, I got to try to avoid some of the spoilers of what I want to say here because I don't want to ruin anybody's experience. Um, but I did enjoy it. I agree with you guys that, uh, you know, for Terminator fans, it's it's a really good movie. Uh, for regular action fans, I, I think you guys can enjoy all the explosions and things of that nature. Very light on the time traveling, but what are you going to do at this point? You know, with the sixth installment, somebody gets sent back. That's the gist of it. Um I'm trying to think. Yeah, very, very light. Yeah, would you guys agree with the the time traveling? Very light on that one. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. That wasn't yeah. even. That was just a. Here's the thing. It's like, they're basically going. If you're in here, you know the deal. So we're just gonna show it to you like a couple times. That's it. Yeah, we're done. We're done with that. If we're gonna be going, um, you guys know well, the process. I don't want to spell anymore like that. But basically, yeah, exactly. And there's, I guess there's a small twist to that because when I was watching the process, I'm like, something's a little different. But we can talk about that in the spoiler. Absolutely. Section. Uh, visually, I thought it was really great that there was uh, uh, definitely some shots that, uh, that that I really liked, and I thought the the CGI was great. I I don't know if most people have heard that yes, this movie does um, take place immediately after T two, but obviously they you know kind of jump forward in time as well. That's why we have you know older Sarah and older T eight hundred. No, just real quick uh, on that note. You know, again, without getting spoilery. So I, I would say watching this, I almost feel like if you want to go in there with stopping at T2 and forgetting about the other movies, like you're saying, other timelines or whatever. So if you're going to go Terminator, Terminator 2, and then go jump directly to Dark Fate, then it would make more sense. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I okay, would. I would agree and, with that. And, and so I think if you... I didn't know that. If I would have... I mean, oh. still, I still, I still didn't get like upset about it or anything you know what i mean because okay to me i always felt like it was kind of like loosey-goosey as far as like the sequels for terminator in general anyway yep. to me i felt like the, the sequel that felt like a sequel was t2 right when maybe that's why it's the best one of them all because it was like the terminator idea was already cool it was a cool movie it was a low budget cool movie but t2 were like yo you got all the money and all the expense expenses and special effects to do whatever you want let's you know and and there you go and that's why that one i think is better because it had the bigger budget and it's fucking cool or whatever. So 
everything else is kind of like the idea of alternate realities or, or timelines. I'm like, okay, that makes perfect sense. So now if we just jump straight to Dark Fate, I'm like, if you watch those three together, that would be a pretty good trilogy. You know what I mean? So that, that's how I see it. Yeah, yeah I think that's I a agree. good idea. Yeah, and if you want to go like balls to the wall and watch like T3 and then Salvation and Genesis after the after the fact, like that wouldn't ruin your experience of that, the Cameron trilogy. Right. You know, so... um Okay, uh, so we'll just go uh, around real quick. Uh, Allegra, I, I think you, you pretty much did say, yeah, r- uh, recommend watching the theater, Mariano. You basically said the same thing. Uh, I will, um, you know, top that off. Yeah, three recommends in the movie theater. Um, I, I think it's a, it's a really good sequel to, to T2. Uh, but yeah, definitely stay for the spoiler section if you guys want to hear us get into more details. And, um, you know, I, I definitely have... I have thoughts. <laughs> I got thoughts about the movie. Uh, but yeah, so at this point, if you have not yet seen the movie, please pause our review and then uh, resume after you've seen the movie. When they start to kill me, run. Who the fuck is that? I don't know. My name is Sarah Connor. I hunt Terminators. He's the most lethal Terminator ever created. I'm going to help you protect the girl. So you're Carl? That's what everyone calls me, yes. I'm never gonna fucking call you Carl. If we don't win this one, it's all over. All right, Allegra, so we'll start with you. I know we're running out of time. You're actually going to bounce pretty soon here. But why don't you go ahead and just say everything that you want to put out there um, about this movie? Sure. Um, so like I was uh, starting to say about um, Gabriel uh, Gabriel Luna is he he's kind of low key getting to be one of my favorite people to see, you know, one of my favorite um, actors currently kind of newer face. Um, there was just such a charm and it kind of called back to. Uh, the first Terminator in a way, or rather the second Terminator actually in a way, because we started to see um, a little bit of charm when it came to um, uh, Schwarzenegger's character. And I also loved um, how we got to see what happened in those 22 years in between T2 and um this one because we you know they got older but you know Sarah Connor didn't die <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean right. so I loved the bringing back of badass Linda Hamilton and I love the idea of ripped old lady that's kind of what I aspire to be is like kick-ass old lady <laughs> yeah Love that. Love Mackenzie Davis. I have been half-assed following her since, um, what is it? The a- Halt and Catch Fire. Yeah, Halt and Catch Fire. Oh, okay. I thought you, I thought you were going to say, uh, Blade Runner, because, uh, she yeah, was in no, that too. I, no, yeah, I didn't see that. Oh, she's new in the Blade, Blade Runner? Runner? She is. And I didn't see it either. Yeah, right. I didn't either. 
Um, I like her too. I, I'm really kind of liking these, this next generation of character actors, you know, and I kind of lump her into it. She's actually very talented. I liked her character. And though there was some clunkiness about, um, I don't know. I guess this kind of calls back to the original Terminator 2, where it's a little clunky that, you know, suddenly Danny's going to have this super attachment to Grace, you know. But I guess when you're in a volatile situation where shit is popping off like back to back and you can't even process your depression and trauma and you have this badass woman like protecting you, you just kind of fall for it right right and it just happens fast but sometimes i get a little like put off just ever so slightly by the clunkiness of i just met you now i'm in love with you kind of thing you know what i mean yeah um and so that was a just a touch like oh here we go but um i i really appreciated the kind of heart that they were putting into it giving um giving old man i keep calling him old man terminator giving (laughs) old man terminator like a conscience or being sentient or whatever and giving a little bit of exposition about his past and him you know kind of wanting to help sarah and give her a purpose i kind of liked that i don't know i just and i love seeing um linda hamilton and arnold schwarzenegger kind of back again you know so it was a very like nostalgia feeling for me um the one thing that i would say is a little bit of the acts the acts were not super seamless you know what i mean there was some like little jarring or clunkiness in between acts or transitioning from act to act but you can't dispute the action man they were doing it it was awesome and and like you were saying the cgi was really on point i really liked it uh the only thing i'll say right also is i was very intrigued it was kind of a mix of um the t2 the way that that particular terminator melted down and came back together i remember that being super menacing to me in t2 and still it's menacing because you're like how the fuck are you going to stop this thing <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean and then that coupled with not only his ex- his um his skeletal part being able to separate from him and actually be like an autonomous part of him too which is interesting like fi- flying shit while he goes off and fights you know yeah um, and then connecting to like the kind of the, uh, I don't want to say the web because there, there's a larger thing in motion here, but the way that we're all kind of connected through um, technology and him being able to tap into that and always be able to ch- kind of track them was very interesting to me too. Um, so there's something about the science and the technology part of this that felt as realistic as a Terminator movie is going to make you feel, you know, and I like that. Yeah. yeah you know, the, the thing about um, the Rev-9, and I'm glad that you brought up that Gabriel Luna was um, a ghostwriter because I, although I haven't seen him as that character, your description and that character alone, I can see why maybe he was on that list to be uh, the next Terminator because I did find him charming uh, in, in this movie. Um, the look of him, like, because he is so similar to the T-1000, I, uh, I would obviously have to see it, but I do wonder if I would have liked it better if when he is in liquid form that he looks more like 
you know, that that the, the metallic look because the black liquid kind of reminds me of like the symbi- symbio whatever from the um uh, like Spider Man. What is it called? You know are what you I'm ta- talking oh, about? Like the yeah, venom? you're talking about venom. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of does have that kind of similar feel. You're right. Yeah, so it it, it looks like that, but uh, Mortal Kombat fans are going to get this reference. But uh, the Rev Nine kind of reminds me of like Noob Saibot, you know, where he can throw like his other. Uh, like a shadow version of himself to still attack you, you know. So that's kind of what what the Rev Nine does. You know, the exoskeleton continues to you know drive or fly a plane, while like the outer layer of himself, you know, uh, serves a uh, a different purpose as a weapon as well. Um, I think my biggest criticism of this movie is that it follows a lot of the same beats as Terminator Two. You know, I kind of sat there with my arms crossed and said, "This is T Two Dark Dark Fate." <laughs> you know yes i agree um, that that's really it and y- you know it's a knock but i don't think it's a terrible knock i mean if you like t2 you're probably sitting there and going well why redo it because it it very much is like the same story just with a, a few tweaks but at this point six in- installments including the show what else can you do i suppose i, I don't know Yeah, I completely agree with you. And I also feel like there was a part of it that was giving a little bit of a 2019 twist to it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Where Sarah Connor just assumed that Danny was just a mother and was just going to birth the savior. You know what I mean? Like the resistance leader. And I... I I felt that coming, like it was telegraphed, right? When she was like, you're the mother. And Grace was looking at her like, bitch, please. What? You know, like if yeah. Grace kept wanting to beat Sarah Connor's ass, which I thought was pretty hilarious. Um, but right at that moment when they had that exchange, I was kind of like, no, no, no. She's the leader, man. I yeah. wasn't buying Danny being a leader, to be perfectly honest. I get the actor didn't do a bad job. She did a great job. I just, for some reason, couldn't feel when they were doing the kind of flash forward, if you will, of right. who Danny becomes. I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. I liked her. I liked present Danny a little bit better. It, present Danny was a little bit more believable, but future Danny to me was like, okay. Allegra, that's your misogyny, okay? Is you're going to have to curb that to the side, all right? You might have to curb that a little bit. I, on the other hand, and I'm working on my misogyny, so I bought not <laughs> right. Uh, I see what they were doing with that. I um didn't have a problem with it, and I did like maybe just because we spent so much time with present Danny. Like, how did she get? You know, again, fucking judgment that happened. Some shit. It's different. You know what I mean? And maybe they could have done that scene a little better to make it more more um, acceptable. You know what I mean? So I understand what you're saying. Um, but the weakest link to me is Linda Hamilton. Yeah, acting. I can see that. Oh yeah. my god, it wasn't very good. As much and as we love to see her back, I love yep. to see her back. I am a big fan of Sarah Connor, and and I am a big fan of this franchise and her character in particular. But she was the weakest link, yeah. man. That's how how I saw it. But I, I'm not mad because it's fucking Terminator. You're right, T2 basically T T2 Redux, or if you want to call it that, yeah. And they and they even tell you, hey, uh, what's Skynet? Who who that? I'm sorry yeah. to this man. I don't know who that is, right? Right. <laughs> um, but it's like now it's uh, you know, what do they call it? And I forget what the hell. Uh, the Legion. The Legion, the right? Legion. Yeah, the Legion, right? Legion, you know. No more so, Skynet. Yeah, yeah right. there, there there was a scene that really did break my heart. You know, when she was all like, 
you know, yeah, thanks for saving your life in the future and all these things, you know, like John Connor who, Skynet what. I was like, wow, you know, and, and, I, and I know they're not disrespecting, you know, the OG, but I think, you know, even Sarah Connor, like the audience, we were kind of hit with the reality, like, damn, shit, like she does not exist in their future. Kind of like, you know, we grew up with this franchise, the, the newer generation, they're going to be like, okay, well, I, I saw that movie and I don't think it, that that movie is going to have as much of an impact on, you know, the newer generation. And I think, um, like, I don't know if this is what you were saying about like the, the 2019 tweaks and things like that. Uh, I did very much feel like, you know, um, that there was like a that generation versus this generation, you mm -hmm. know, with like the whole phone thing and... um you know, again, like, okay, we're going to redo T2, but uh, the things that you kind of remember isn't really going to go down that, that same way because X, Y, and Z, you know, as much as they tried to get away, how, how often do we see the Ref 9, like, get caught up with them, you know, just through, like, his means and, and like, his abilities and to be able to tap into, like, certain networks and, and find them through satellite images and drones and all these things, right? So um, they definitely kicked it up a notch in, in terms of like the the terminators or the the yeah the terminator skills um the thing with sarah like i don't know if it's like her lines or what they wrote for her to say uh some of the things just i i don't know like i, I felt like ooh that that doesn't sound like sarah you know or I mean, maybe because it's been um so long and you know it, it's hard to kind of pick back up because she has been been on the run for 22 years let me let me ask you guys about this because um i did see like really late in pr production that like edward furlong was was uh signed on you know to reprise his role which i think a lot of people you know was a record scratch like what <laughs> that man's like 40 years old like what right. the fuck's he gonna do so obviously they just had him come on just to lend his face um what you guys think about the assassination of john connor it, it was which was to me, very abrupt. And I'm like, wow, they let their guard down because she thought that they were good. I kind of love that, to be honest. I actually really like the abruptness of it. I actually like also just to respond to what you were saying earlier. I like the kind of old versus new aspect of this Terminator. I yeah. mean, people and things change. Mm -hmm. And um, so I really, really liked it. I mean... <laughs> I'm a violent person anyway. I'm not <laughs> advocating the killing of children, but I thought it was very intense, you know, for like shock value. I liked that, you know. Um, the other thing I want to mention about Linda Hamilton is I uh, liked the grizzled kind of gritty, like we saw her becoming grizzled in T2 and now she's just old and grizzled. She's lived a whole ass life on the run. And so it makes her be a, a bit unaffected. Um, but when she had to show emotion is where I had a problem, um, where she had to be intense is where I had the problem with Linda Hamilton's acting. Her delivery was a little bit clunky for me. But when she was like the old, hardened, grizzled, kind of emotionless, you know, you kind of have to separate your feelings from this, Danny. I liked that part of her acting. It was when she got intense about um, the particular thing that felt really off to me was when she had to get intense about... Um, old man terminator when she they met face to face uh, yeah her her action sequences were, were fine they're great actually she's she does action really well but you're right the emotional i think 
her delivery was just not good, you know. Um, to be honest with you, when I first saw uh, John getting uh, killed, you're right, it was abrupt. But I'm like, where they do that? At? Are they yada yadaing this shit? What's going on? Because I was trying to figure out exactly how how they were going to connect it. And actually, I talked to Lego after the movie. I'm all like, oh, that's what they were going for. I I don't think it was clear enough, maybe, to be like, that's another. Because I'm thinking, oh, T2, Terminator goes down into the into the um malted lava. Gives you a thumbs up, right? Give you a thumbs up, and yep. th- there you go. And we're trying to get rid of technology so that way Skynet doesn't exist anymore and that kind of stuff. So this is like basically um what you would say a Sicario that you already paid and you can't like you can't take the money back. He's gonna finish the job because you already got paid. So <laughs> that's that Terminator. That's that Terminator. Um, and I guess my my thing is like okay, you gotta think that he did be grow some kind of conscious or or the closest thing to a conscious and love that a um android basically could do you know so there's that so i don't know i I was just like thrown off by that a little bit throughout the movie but i was like eh, whatever it's terminator let's go check it out and then we could discuss it afterwards okay i'm okay with it i like the way they explained it you know because and if you think about terminator 2 um we were seeing the original terminator arnold schwarzenegger's terminator starting to have what would be equivalent to emotions this is why he was you know edward furlong was teaching him how to be a little bit more acclimated to the human condition you know and so that seed was being planted in terminator 2 so it didn't seem that off to me that we now have uh, 22 years of living you know on this planet in this time i should say we it didn't seem odd to me he they had already been like Oh, we adjust to, you know, we, we adjust, we, we, uh, fit in that kind of thing. So it didn't seem odd to me. And again, I like the kind of shock value, um, that they were going for with killing, you know, John Connor in the beginning. Uh, to touch up on something you guys said earlier, uh, I do like that basically Sarah Connor was erased from history along with John, but that's because they the did future. their job. But the, yeah, from the future, I'm sorry. Yeah. Right, right, but they, right. They did their job though. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the job, and and her and and I did like uh, Linda Hamilton in that scene because you're right. They look in her face, all clicking together, like, "Oh, we did the job," and she kept trying to get that thank you for saving billions of lives, but you ain't gonna get it because <laughs> nobody fucking knows. Yeah, um, the the Connors ain't shit in their future, right? Right. You know, and for us to have grown up with Sarah Connor, John Connor, those names are very synonymous with like these badass people, the resistance of the future. It was a little heartbreaking, you know, and, and I, I really did like that moment from Linda Hamilton. Um, but yeah, the, the, her moments with the T-800, those were the ones where it's like, I wasn't really quite buying it. I, I guess like, um, I don't mind the abruptness of the assassination of John Connor. I think it's just because it, it looked like they were... Maybe like shoehorning? No, not even that. I I didn't buy that the Connors were uh, like they they looked like they were on vacation from hiding, you know. Like I I think if Sarah had been trained to protect her son and like how how do you let up that easily? You know what I mean? We we saw John like hitting on some young lady, which by the way, great job on. It looks like there was a body double. They got Edward Furlong's face and they got uh, another actor to voice young john and i think it was on point it, it looked like you know some additional footage from t2 or something because i Yo, thought they did such a great job in casting that totally looked great agree. by the way I, I agree with you i was like wow you're right it's like t2 lost footage 
Yeah, yep. yeah. Sarah Connor looked amazing. Uh, I just remembered Allegra when you were talking about like the uh, flash forwards of Danny. I totally agree with you, and I think because for for the longest time, and this is where like I was I was looking for it because I know that Grace never corrected. Sarah, anytime Sarah was all like, oh, she's going to have the kid that's going to... So, like, like Grace never, like, jumped in. I go, okay, so she does not have the kid. Is she married to somebody? Is it her? So I, my mind was kind of already, like, working towards that. And um, I read this on IMDb, and we don't know how true any of that stuff is, you know, in their trivia. But apparently casting was actually looking for an 18-year-old uh, Danny, you know, and uh, Natalia uh, Reyes, she's, is it Natalia? I, yeah, Natalia Reyes, She she's 31, at least the time of her casting. Mm. And I read somewhere that this does take place in 2020. So if it's, you know, 2042, you're looking at 22 years later. So 31-year-old Natalia Ramos, she, she looked much older if she's supposed to be playing 18. You know what I mean? Like, she looks like she was 20-year-old Danny <laughs> right. you know, 22 years later. So that's right. where, like, I kind of didn't buy it because I didn't know where her experience level was at that point in, like, leading people. And then, um, I don't know, because she was the one that was, like, uh, being protected, I was still trying to, like, figure things out throughout the movie. Go, what is it about this uh, about this woman? And um, she, I don't know. I don't know if what this says about her character, but she uh, apologized to Grace. She apologized to um, Sarah. She apologized to the T-800. There's all these moments that she has with them where she says, I'm sorry, and then there's that little like nurturing, you know, touch of the hand or touch of the knee or whatever position they're in at that point. So maybe she was like a very good listener, which leads her into be like uh, being like a really good leader. If that's the case, if that's what they were going with, I, I I wasn't really getting it from that. So I think like with her character, what they were trying to say, like she's basically T1 Sarah, but T2 John, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I wish that we could have gotten a little bit more, but maybe because they were holding on to that reveal when it came, I didn't really get that like, oh, damn, that's okay. That's what they're going with. I was just kind of like, I mean, it tracks. It makes sense. You know, it was a little underwhelming Anticlimactic. For me. Anticlimactic. Yeah. Um, they yeah. had the reveal. I was just like, okay, all right. You know, and and I did not at, at one point watch this movie, nor at the end did I uh, think that this was going to be like the final uh, you know, the final movie that we would see these characters in. Like, I don't, I don't know if there's talks about it, uh, you know, a part two Dark Fate or, you know, if that's something planned, if it's just part of a trilogy. But f- from watching this, it, it doesn't look like their story is over. Mm, I could see that. Especially since she was looking at young Grace before she yeah. gets off into the Jeep with uh, Sarah. <laughs> you know, she's like stalking young Grace at the playground. Being a creeper. Right. I know that you're supposed to get going. Are you? Yeah, um, I'm going to jump out. But um, yeah, I really love the movie. Thank you guys for having me as the not so much special guest anymore. The seat and mic (laughs) is always there. (laughs) Um, You're the T-800 of this podcast. Yes. Thank you for joining us. Oh, right, right. You, you come in later. I was trying to figure out where you, uh, yep, yep. Where, you where you were going with that he comparison. He thought he was calling me like an old man. No, I'm <laughs> calling you Violet. But, but, but hey, we, we were just kind of like, 
you know, hey, we like that 72-year-old uh, T-800. It's looking good. <laughs> yeah, he was. I love the art. Oh, the one thing I do want to say real quick before I leave is I love how um, there was like little messages in the in this movie. And one of my favorite ones was this arsenal fucking shed of guns that old man Terminator had. And then when everybody was like, what? What? He was like, basically like humans are going to human and they're going to fuck up. And I'm ready for it when they do. Because... <laughs> Because humans. <laughs> and this is Texas, you know. Right, and this so, is Texas. Yo, Arnold Arnold was on that humor. I really, they're little bits of pieces of humor they gave him. It was great. Like the drape, the drapes, <laughs> drape talk. I, I told mean, you come better on. not do it. Yeah, I love, I love he's like, solid for a little girl? No. <laughs> right, exactly. Solid drapes? No. What is wrong with you? Unicorns or, like, or something. Come on, polka dots. Or like in his dry voice, he's like, I'm really, really funny. I was like, you are kind of funny, yeah. though. I was laughing at all of that. Um, yeah. My, yeah, the, the, I, that I went great. to like a 10 o'clock showing. So as you'd imagine, not a whole lot of people. But uh, I was the only one that chuckled, which uh, made everyone else in the theater chuckle after me <laughs> at that right. line. I think people were just kind of like just waiting for something. And I actually, I was like the the guy that was like laughing out loud and everyone else kind of joined in. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. All, All right. right. Thank bye, you. Thanks. She'll be back. <laughs> and I, I did appreciate that it was Sarah Connor that, that said that line. I know. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of good in this movie. You know, there is. There's, there's more, I think there's more good than negative things. And I really don't want to, you know, like, I, again, being a fan, I was thoroughly entertained. I, they, they jump into the action fairly quickly. The action is oh, phenomenal. Yeah, I really enjoyed the phenomenal, man. I mean, dude, they're, they're the not just the guns, but the, the chase scenes were, I think, long and not too long. Sometimes movies can get till too long with certain things like that. Mm-hmm. The um, plane on plane action, dude. That was one of the best uh, sequences for me. Yeah, um, that was a great sequence. And, you know, even I'm not mad at Terminator on Terminator violence. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm here yeah. for it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm here for it. Uh, let's see here. We, we talked about John Connor getting killed, talked about the new Terminator. Um, let's kind of pick up from where we just left off with the uh, Allegra. But uh, Carl, like, uh, I was like, why Carl? Like, really, are we doing this? Like, you know, uh, uh, Walking Dead is still kind of going on or something you know so i was i was thinking about that carl oh really um, oh, that's yeah, funny. I, I was i was and and the fact that uh you know we're we're in texas and all these guns it made me think of carl urban right in thor ragnarok <laughs> tex ass <laughs> des and troy <laughs> wow you know um and, and the, those aren't bad like you know they're not nods but those are things that you know my mind was uh connecting them to um did you catch the nod to t2 when the rev 9 uh the smashed hand? in the uh, hand the arm no 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 um uh when he fell out of the plane and smashed into the shed you know in the back of the oh, barbecue yeah. yes there was that song, I think it's called like Guitar and Cadillacs by uh, Dwight Yoakam. Uh, that was played in the bar uh, at the beginning of the T2. Beginning of, yeah. yeah, same song. So I was looking for those because at, at some point when I made up in my mind that, okay, this is Redux, like you said, like uh, of T2. Redux? Redux? Yeah, Redux. Yeah, Redux. Redux. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much the, the same thing in the Beats by Beats. So I was looking for any of those slight nods and we definitely got it in that one song. Um, this definitely has the formula uh, of yeah. a Terminator movie. Uh, um, the hand, I think the arm thing was also kind of a little bit of a call because, um, because, uh, the T-800 was 
you know, arm was ripped out by by the Rev Nine. So at least this time, Arnold didn't have his hand like in his uh, like uh, hiding in front of his chest. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Their their CGI definitely got better, obviously, uh, over over the years. The CG, the special effects were fantastic. They really and, were. And you're right, as far as like uh, when you mentioned earlier the the the, the flashback scene or however you want to call it, like directly after T, the end of T2, where they're on vacation, really vacationing it up. And man, the aging, the de-aging um, um, programs now, as far as like what you see, they look great, dude. And especially really when do. you, especially when you do it like in short, short burst, like where it comes to like, for instance, we, we did Gemini Man, Allegra and I did, and, and there was some stuff that was good about that. But man, when they put it in, it was, there was really bad CGI on that on 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 that movie too so but here it's like on small doses if you use like i guess the right company i don't know who does this stuff but man like Sarah, young sarah Con- you know younger sarah connor john look fantastic the plane on plane thing which i would say you know you're saying is your favorite i i really love that that sequence them crashing you know with the humvee all that all i mean it was like they had great action it was a really damn good action movie if you're just gonna look at it as right. an action movie it was fucking great like for what you're looking for right i mean you know, when you look at a movie like uh, uh, movies like franchise like uh, like the Mission Impossible, mm-hmm. the the um, the Fast and Furious, right? You you're you're like at least give me some good action. It's when movies fall short when they're like supposed to be action packed and they're like just give you like kind of mediocre shit. Then it's like, uh, you know what I mean? So yeah, this gave it to you, man. And um, and Mackenzie Davis before because I, I don't think I mentioned her name. Allegra did fantastic. I'm a fan. Fan. She, I made, she was she good. Played, I love that she's a hybrid. That's the thing too. The whole like turned her into kind of a hybrid human slash Terminator kind of thing. Yo, I love that shit too. By the way, her scars, all that, all that crap, man. It was like, oh it yeah, was dope. the the first time it was visible, that that really stood out. I go, oh damn, you know that 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 looks really good aesthetically. Uh, you know, and then we get the flash forward to seeing it kind of being done. Um, speaking of like some of the visuals, I like one just popped into my head, and it kind of came early on. And I like how, like, you know, they, uh, it does follow a lot of the same beats as T2, but then there's things that they show us that they see, they, that they've shown us in previous movies uh, that they try to do a little bit differently. And, like, one specifically that I really loved was when, like, you, you're showing, like, the beach and, like, the water, um, you know, coming up on, onto, like, the shore. And then little by little, it's revealed, like, there's all these skulls, like, in the sand. Right. You know, and then it pans like out, and you're just like, "Damn!" And then there we go again. You know, Terminators are storming the the, the shores of Normandy. <laughs> right. You know, so I, I really like that, and that looks really good. Uh, I, I just thought of like another comparison, um, and is, this wasn't isn't for me, but I feel like for casual fans of Back to the Future, you know, um, and I think the casual fans probably say Part Two is the lesser, or at least, you know, uh, they would say, like, two and three are not as good as the first one. Um, obviously, for me, I think they're all equally great, all three uh, Back to the Future movies. I think Dark Fate would be, like, Back to the Future 2 for casual fans, you know, where people will be like, it's the exact same movie as the first one. Yeah, but guess what? They, they're telling, like, a different story, and they're tweaking things. Right. And if you like it, then you can enjoy it. And I, I think that's kind of how Back to the Future 2 is. So I, I think if you look at Dark Fate like that, yeah, they're telling the same story as T2, but they're giving you all these amazing uh, action sequences that we've maybe kind of seen, maybe some new stuff, but then they twist, you know, do a li- like a little twist because 
like the airplane stuff, we've kind of seen like the whole helicopter helicopter from T2. And then we saw some of it in Genesis, you know. Um, right. But uh, yeah, just uh, just done a little bit differently. And I thought it was really done well. Um, so l- let's talk about Grace a little bit. You brought up that, that you're a fan. This is the first thing that I've seen her in. I haven't seen Blade Runner. I didn't see, what's that, the show? Um, halt, halt and Catch Fire. Okay, that's the AMC show, right? Yeah, yeah, and I think they had like four seasons, I think, and they okay. did do a, a full like a run. Wasn't um, that the one that uh, replaced Breaking Bad, kind of? I think they were trying to go. They were going in that direction. It was actually a very fucking good show, man. I only, unfortunately, I only saw the first season. I'm gonna need to like try to figure out a way to catch uh-huh. up the rest of it because uh, Lee Pace is in that, and Lee Pace is pretty good. There's another uh, actor yeah, I can't yeah. remember the name of who plays one of the main characters too. So because the, there's three of them, there's Lee Pace, um, uh, Mackenzie. And, uh, this other dude, and, um, it's basically the kind of like 80s and they're trying to come up with a personal computer. That's kind of the gist of it. And it's really, it's really good. She's excellent in that, by the way. Uh, so I think she's a, she's a good act. I mean, I think she's, she played off the, um, action really well. Mm-hmm. She is a good actor, like when it comes to playing off other characters. So, I, I mean, I felt like she was probably the better ones of, of the best one of them all, actually, when it comes to like, her line delivery and you know when you throw action in there too you know overall yeah i, I mean um i'll agree with you uh, to a certain extent but there was just and, and it wasn't like her deliveries it's what she was given um some of her lines i was just like oh, man I, I don't know um that's I, just the writing i, I don't yeah I, I'm, I'm with you i don't think the writing was all the way strong if they had a little better fine tuning it would i think been a better film but also you got to work with whatever plot you have and right. s- same thing with like you were saying with uh with Sarah Connor certain some of the lines she was saying it was I-, I agree with you there there was definitely some clunkiness with this film particularly with the writing I mean but overall I n- I know Mackenzie um Adams is a good actor like I know that Grace. I've seen her again right Grace um and uh oh shoot is her last name Adams or did I just make that up you made that up <laughs> Wait, what's might... her last name Grace Mackenzie... Wait. No, Mackenzie Davis. Jesus Grace, Christ. Grace is her damn uh, Grace is a character. Uh, character. <laughs> Mackenzie Davis. Oh my god, I just made There's an up. S in I, there, kind of. I just I just kinda like did a hybrid of actors. Anyway, so Mackenzie Davis. Well, she is a hybrid. <laughs> there you go. See? See what I did there? Um I know she's a good actor. So again, you gotta work with what you have. And uh, overall, because even like um uh 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 Danny, you know, like she, you know, had certain kind of clunky moments too, and I think it is the the lines that were given, you know what I mean? So, yeah, and, and I don't know. I, I feel like I always kind of like bring bring my expectations down when it comes to action films because of that. And I know that's probably like kind of shitty to do. But at the same time, it's like, you know, unless action films start like doing better writing, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, they, they do have a stigma, don't they? You know, like yeah. from the 80s and 90s, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're just uh, action for action's sake. You know, let's right. just blow shit up and the, the, the writings aren't so strong. And um, thank goodness for like, you know... uh uh, evolution, right? For the writings get better, things get more grounded, and things are more believable. Yep. Um, with this one, like you know, with with the character of Grace, you know, she's supposed to be kind of like the Kyle uh, Reese character. Um, she's the one that is sent back. I guess my other thing was uh, I was trying to figure out what else other than Danny, you know, pr- pr- saving her and protecting her as a, as a little girl made her be the one to be sent back because i was like 
Well, she's definitely enhanced uh, in in her abilities because she is a hybrid Terminator human. But I was trying to find like some other things too. Like, um, I think her flash forwards uh, really do like a disservice to her because I I didn't really see like uh, the soldiering type skills, you know, that made her like the best option to be sent back. And I know that, you know, we've seen all these movies before and we don't need to be told um, certain things. But I was just like, well, if this is Legion, I I guess it's still Skynet, just a different name because it's like, well, how do they get a hold of the time traveling displacements, right? It's called something, but it's not coming to me right now. Like how, I guess what they're saying is inevitable. Not only is there going to be some kind of version of of Skynet, but that they're going to figure out time travel technology. Yeah. And, and when it came to like them traveling back, it was just slightly different. Was, was it slightly, I felt it was slightly different than, than the original in the first two, but real quick on, on, on Grace, but she volunteered as tribute. You didn't hear that? She volunteered as tribute. She's like, I volunteer. <laughs> put that yeah. core in my put that core in my belly and what and give me adamantium uh, skeletal or whatever the fuck. Well, yeah, she <laughs> she volunteered to to be that, but but I don't know if that was. I mean, I, I could be wrong. Maybe I missed it because I I did take some notes. But what made her be the best option to be sent back? What was that? Pretty much it. Like, I think it's just volunteering and becoming so, enhanced. That's my okay. that's my guess because I don't think anybody was enhanced because um, on that scene on that flash forward when they're you know being attacked and all that and she's she barely survived and saved i wonder if she i don't know was she dying i said well just volunteer and become enhanced and then go back and i don't know i i don't know soldiering this is peter's forte and not mine so i don't know (laughs) if she was i don't know if any of that shit was even like somewhat realistic in a terminator movie i have no idea but i i don't know i guess maybe you just gotta volunteer right maybe nobody wanted i guess nobody everybody was like you know we like we like danny but we don't like her that much i want to go back in time and die come on now right Uh, (laughs) she was the only one willing to do it and i guess so because you know she did she did save the commander right they they kept on saying that word early on she saved the commander she was concerned is the commander safe yes you know yes the commander is safe so we we I, i guess most people probably just assumed it was a man that she saved right um so you know she was sent back uh, but then later on, you know, the the coordinates that's tattooed to her, oh, my commander put it there. So I was just like, man, who is her commander? And that's what, you know, so that's when I was like, is it Danny? Like, you know, nobody's saying anything. And again, you know, Sarah Connor is saying all these things like, oh, she's like me. It's her womb that they're after and whatever. And when Grace would never respond to that, I go, okay, there's something there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I, be- I, I agree with you guys when you said it was pretty much it was tele- by then it was anticlimactic um it makes sense the coordinates were there because she knew the coordinates i guess you know so all, all that yeah i think that's all i got i don't know <laughs> i don't know where i was going with this <laughs> yeah I, it's definitely the writing um you know there, there's definitely some strong points in the writing and then there's some weaker ones you know i didn't need um sarah connor's like uh commentary on oh she you know she's she, she's like me you know from from before and uh oh she she's john in this movie you know like i i didn't need that you know um because there there were other things that they didn't need to explain that i think we as the audience uh could figure out ourselves and i think that's oh, when the agreed. writing is strong it's like agreed. oh okay because we we've seen the previous ones we didn't need this explained and we just got it uh so when some points we were like our hands were held that's when i felt a little insulted um, by this point, because yeah, you, you know, you may get some newer people to go straight into this movie. You know, I'm not sure, but I would think at this point, 
most people have seen a Terminator movie before going into it. I don't know if many are going to go in like fresh and brand new. You know what I mean? So I don't think there was a good balance there. I wonder if it, if it would have been taken it in a different way. Um, like this is Sarah Connor's twenty was it twenty two years twenty three years after the fact on the run by herself because John's gone. Like, what kind of mental state is she going to be? I, I and and I would expect her to be somewhat stuck in the past because of that. But you're right; it's not spoon feeding the audience. Oh, this is like John. This is like this. Like, oh, this is like Terminator Two, you guys. Oh, and this is like Terminator One. Right? No, we don't. Need, you're right. We don't need that. We've seen these movies. But I would have liked to see her be playing old, stuck in the past. Uh, you know, like possibly, you know, definitely like change psychologically because she's on the run alone you know what i'm saying yeah that kind of that kind of play play it more naturally than saying oh it's like this more so like her getting into old habits because she probably hasn't changed many habits since she's been doing the same shit for 22 years that i feel would have been a better better play and you're right that would have been a little fine-tuning with the acting because you're because as far as like you're right like you said spoon feeding us like we're we're smart at this point terminator um, viewers know the lore. Right. We know this. We know what's happening. So it's just a matter of unravel the story that you're telling us in front of us, as opposed to, hey, remember that part where on T two when this happened? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that, we don't need. I agree. Yeah, because like the, the I don't know if it's like the last third or even the second half of the movie. Again, the similar beats from um, a lot of the the other movies. Uh, there was one moment that I really hated uh, because they did a spin on Come With Me If You Want To Live. Right. And uh, Grace, she says, come come with me or you're going to die in the next 10 or 30 seconds. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> I was like, right. I was like, no, don't do that. You know, like Allegra mentioned Robocop earlier. One of my favorite lines from um, from that movie, that franchise is dead or alive, you're, you're coming with me. You know, like you don't fuck up an iconic line like that, right? Um, yeah, that or just don't use it. Just don't use the line. Don't use it. Yeah. Uh, I I agree with that. Um, I like, you know, I'll be back. Anybody can say that. You know, so right. Sarah says it. I like right. that. Um, do, do you have any more uh, thoughts on the the detained scene? Um, I, I, I like that. I thought that was a really good scene. I thought that yeah. was great action. Like the 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 way that they put it together. The even them getting caught at the border and how how um the um how they were they were caught. You know, like again, technology being used to to catch them right after the wall. The detention center scene, all that stuff. That was that was really cool. The mm-hmm. way that the freaking um, which I'm forgetting forgetting his model number R- Rev right nine. Now. The Rev nine was slicing through everybody. Like when all the oh, yeah, yeah, all yeah. the patrol, like all the officers were c- trying to grab him and trying to, man, he was slicing through them. And, and it just, and then he walks out and is charming, like again, like I was saying, charming when it comes to talking to these two, what so look to be like marshals or whatever, troopers, right? State yeah. troopers, whatever I, they are. I, I think their vehicle said like troopers, but um, like the Super the hat, troopers? It, super, yeah, I think you're on something. No, but but those hats, the, they always tell me like... um. Like a Texas Ranger, maybe it's that's what it's Texas Ranger. That's yeah. That, I think that's more. That's what I. That's what I kind of felt. I didn't even read the the vehicle. I just thought Texas Rangers. You're right. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. I, but I anyway, think their their patrol car did say state trooper though. But you know, we don't know. I mean, I was born in Texas, but I didn't grow up there. Wow. You don't. You don't know. You don't know. No. No. <laughs> um. I. Uh, I was. I thought 
besides the the Rev Nine's action in in that, uh, I liked uh, Danny in there. Kind of like again, she's come to grips with the terms that there's some crazy machine from the future trying to kill her. <laughs> Right, yeah, and her trying to plead with the other uh, border patrol officer, and she's like, uh, "No, you're in, you're in processing." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I thought that was a pretty funny line. You're in I danger. Mean, no, yeah, no, no, you're in processing. <laughs> right, I love that. Um, and or I'm in processing. She said it, and the Sarah Connors obviously no, you know, she's wanted in a few states, fifty, right? <laughs> I thought that was a pretty I good like line. That. Yeah. <laughs> when they grabbed her, when that off, when that uh, the cop grabbed her, had her handcuffed, and then when shit started to go go down, and she just. Kicked everybody's ass with her fucking hands tied behind her back. I thought that was pretty fucking brilliant. I Who love Grace that actually. No, um, uh, Sarah Connor. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I was gonna say I was like, uh, no, Grace ripped it apart. Which I'm like, oh, that's right. She's got super strength. Right. Um, but oh, you're right. Her, no, well, her well, scenes well, were good too. By the way, when she was like under or whatever, and they were they were like looking at her body, going, "What the hell is this?" Kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that was that was cool too. Like all the action on that scene. That was a really good scene. All overall, man. Yeah, I, I liked I liked all of that. Um, with, with the to to touch on Linda Hamilton, like uh, I was reading on IMDb, um, that apparently uh, Tim Miller, the director, uh, there there were points that he, he had to like, yeah, maybe not yell cut, but he had to kind of stop and tell like Linda Hamilton, like, hey, you can't be smiling while you're shooting that gun. <laughs> like I think she was she was having like <laughs> the time of her life. Like yeah, yeah, I think she was having so much fun be, being back. <laughs> I can imagine uh the scenes that she had with uh, Arnold were like probably like a blast you know what i mean like oh sure it, like, it just hey, looked like they were having a good, yeah. even even like some of the scenes with arnold schwarzenegger um you know like especially when the first meet up with him and stuff and he's talking you know he says like and i'm like really funny or whatever i'm like i just like it's almost like he's like is he winking at us what's happening here because i just felt like this, these guys are having a fucking blast fucking arnold in his like cargo shorts you know what i mean like, <laughs> <Right>. this is, <laughs> like <laughs> i know what i saw they were shorts <laughs> I mean, come on. This is Carl. Oh, dude. I I love that. I, I fucking love that. Watching I, uh, football, cutting up limes. Right. Yeah, I know, right? Like other people drinking beer. Getting beer for others because he ain't drinking because he's fucking machine. <laughs> now, I don't know if you remember this detail, so so let me ask. Um, do you remember if, if he was carving the lime or was it like one slice? Because remember, it's a T-800, right? If he was sawing the lime... I might have to call bullshit on that. Like, what no, are I think you he just really trying to be human? Okay. I think he just sliced. I think he just went. Choop. All right. Yeah. Because that's one detail. Like, if I was director, I'd be like, no, it's got to be one slice. You can't be sawing a lime as a, as a Terminator. Also, I would think that Carl would have, like, the best, like, top of the line knives in his house. So, if you have a really good knife, you're not sawing that shit. You know that's what I'm saying? That's a good point. That's so, a good point. But you're right as far as strength is concerned. You know? Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. he didn't just, like, he didn't just peel the lime and, like, just rip it apart and have, like, eight slices right yeah there you <laughs> perfect <go. laughs> perfect slices you know what i mean <laughs> yeah I, um, I, I see i i do like the um so, so, so again with the writing if you've seen uh genesis especially genesis you know they they talk about like you know they, they explain how does he look old because you know it is still human tissue it's gonna age and grow hair or whatever the hell right so they didn't explain that to us in this one. Like I, I think we see him and we just understand. Right. You know, exactly. they, they, the only thing they had to explain was that um all these years he co- he completed his mission, so what else is he there to do? He's going to evolve as Skynet has in the past. You know, so the rise of the machines. Well, they didn't just all of a sudden turn on a switch and go, We're we're going evil. You evolved. So he exactly. became sentient, you know. Yep. Um so I, I think that tracks, and that's gonna kind of lead on into the future. Uh, but 
um, I guess we'll kind of get ready to to wrap up here. But mm-hmm. the the very end again, very similar beats. I'm glad very. there was no thumbs up this time. Right, <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for it. <laughs> he just but, he um, just went in. He just went in, and then 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 you see then you see why um, why uh, homeboy was uh, was in Agents of Shield because he went full. Uh, Oh goddamn! Now I can't think. Ghost, Ghost Rider. Rider. Ghost Jesus Rider. Well, went full Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider with, with the chains, man. I, I thought that I was know. a great look. There was that too, but I'm saying at the very end when he goes into the 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 like fiery, you know, like like I'm gonna call it lava just because it looks like fucking sure. lava. Yeah, and yeah. And like yeah. and like his skull starts, go, you know, burning up. I'm all like, ah, Ghost Rider moment. There it is. But, okay. uh, but the chain oh, though, the chain gotcha. thing was pretty dope too. By the way, that was really cool. I really uh, enjoyed that that spin on it on the end fight. Uh, but again, I see just what you did like, there. That spin on it. I see what you did there. Oh, that was an unintentional. <laughs> that was really unintentional. Um, but like T2, you know, there's one more chip. So he has to self-destruct. In this right. one, you know, same thing. Okay, there's a power source within me that will disable the Rev-9. And guess what? You're going to have to kill me. So right. I don't know. I, I think one of the things that... And I'm going to use this word lightly. But uh, one of the things that this was lacking was the the character... Maybe not interactions, but their stories being woven in together. You know, like I didn't really need Sarah to be like attached to these other people because, again, like she doesn't exist in their future. So she really shouldn't be playing like a main part except for just like just to exist in in the moment, I, uh, I suppose. Right. Um, but I don't know. I, I think I needed uh, that, that connection between Grace and, and Danny just a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, I think that. Again, the trauma and the all, all the all that they went through, they went through a lot in a short period of time. So would that mm-hmm. give them that That's attachment? True. Fine. And maybe the story of uh, that Grace told her about the future and how she saved her life and all this stuff. I don't know if that was maybe that's what they were using as a connected tissue between the two characters. Uh, you're right. I don't know if it, it was enough. Also, I, I feel like maybe a little more or, you know, but again, there's only so much you can do to give her kind of like that attachment, but it could just be, this is like you were saying earlier, like this is what Danny, Danny's character is like. She's not just a leader who he's not somebody who leads people into battle, but she wins their hearts by being herself. And it's kind of like a little bit of that was not given to us, but maybe small amount was given to us when she, at her job at the, the factory or whatever, where, she doesn't want to be replaced by machines. Right. Well, it's not just that, but I think it's her, like her reputation. Her reputation. She goes and sees the boss okay. because her 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 brother was getting fired or replaced by a machine, and the guy was like, "Well, he's not you." Like, so that means that she is mm. somebody that has a little bit of a leadership role or just right, importance. Right. She like the the boss wasn't going to fire her her brother because he's kind of half ass doing it or whatever. You know what I mean? Or it's not you. So that gives us a little bit of like a like a little kernel of of what what she is or who she is you know what i mean so that that's kind of so i think i tie all that together and say okay i can see how her there's different um ways to lead you know what i'm saying yeah and so it's not just necessarily like i'm gonna lead like like you know i'm i can like whip you into shape by being like extra harsh or whatever and build you know break you down and build you back up or like or maybe her way to lead is like i'm gonna listen to you i'm gonna like basically like touch touch your heart and you're gonna follow me because you're gonna love you're gonna love the kind of person and what we're trying to build here, and you know, and and she made a point, you know, maybe not the best scene, but she made a point of saying this is what this is what Legion wants. They want right. us to be fighting each other. So what are we doing here? So what the fuck, right? 
let's let's get together let's band together and do something about it so i thought that i know what they were trying to do maybe it didn't quite translate that well like they wanted to but i i get it though you know okay yeah that, make, that, actually, that actually makes a lot of sense uh i'm, I'm just a little sad that you know her brother's not going to be like the next bruno mars or whatever i know i could have used him a little bit more you, you know what i mean um, Let me, let's put it this way i knew homeboy was gonna die as soon as they started running away like before i was like oh he's gonna die he's gonna die and it's like and, and I don't know if that's the motivate. Like they're trying to make that the motivation, like her father and her brother. All of a sudden, she loses her whole family. Like boom, just like that. You know what I mean? So I don't. And then, but they didn't build on that loss to have her have the attachment to Grace. Do you know what I mean? Like I could see that yeah. being transferred over if they would have worked it a little better. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I. The the, the whole deal with with, with the brother. Um, the the part of him dying came after uh, the whole Bruno Mars talk. I go okay at the end of the movie he's gonna get all those likes and follows, and then I go or he might die. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it didn't came, but I I, I think it would have been nice if if he had tagged along a little bit longer. Um, so that way you know because she's not leading anybody at this point, right? This uh, uh, escaping. So maybe if she's like leading her brother as well. And and then he dies a little bit later, not in like the first twenty minutes. Um, I think that could have like been one of the the stepping stones into her like accepting this role. Perhaps I'm not sure. Like it could have they could have played that off, have him be like a catalyst to help mm-hmm. her or help her character development. That could have been a, a way to like, or even like the relationship with with Grace, and that that would have. Yeah, I can see that, and I wonder if they would just want, want to be like, you know what, this is about the women. And we're just gonna have the women. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. And and so having her her brother and father die in this in this way, then that's the catalyst. One of them, anyway. You know, it just I, it just wasn't cohesively done as far as like getting her to have that attachment to Grace. Um, but I can understand that because again, because of all the experiences they had throughout this film. You know, like leading up to, you know, getting the power source out of Grace to to blow up the um blow up blow everything up. So right. yeah, I, I don't, I can see that, but I wonder if that's that there was a conscious decision to say no. This is about these three women, you know, and what what is that? What are they going to do to try to survive here? Yeah, um, you know, we we've talked about the writing a lot, and I'm just glancing over at the Wikipedia, and looks like there was five people who this story is by and then you got three people working on the screenplay so from what i understand the story by is basically you kind of picture like a a writer's room and a bunch of guys uh definitely in this case it's all men uh who are sitting around you know kind of talking about okay this is how the story is going to go then the screenplay you got three guys who are actually writing the script uh, one of which uh, did your gemini uh, man uh, as well David Goyer, a lot of us knows, uh, he had some uh, screenplay writing for, uh, like, you know, some of the, the Batman movies, Nolan's movies. Um, so there's definitely some nice touches here. One of the, one of the, um, dialogue that I really liked was after Danny's brother dying, you know, and, and at one point she says, you know, who's, who's going to bury him? You know, who's, who's going to bury my dad? Like right. all that. I, I go, damn, you know, the sixth installment, all, all these deaths, nobody ever made that comment you know right. like that's like, a good point right. we, we don't forget about the fallen they just die right it, that's just that's just what happens well and and then you have you you know you you go ahead and contrast that with 
how how many scenes have we seen fucking skeletons? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. And Terminator's basically doing their, you know, all these like, uh, you know, whether Skynet or or Legion, basically going in there like just attacking humans, and it's the skulls everywhere. You know, they love their skulls lying around everywhere. I guess like in the previous movies, you know, these are more. They were more like, I guess in the first movie, like Sarah, you know, her roommate gets killed. That's a, uh, I would say that relationship is pretty close. Uh, but in the second one, you know, um. John's foster parents, you know, you know, he he didn't really care for them. So right. this this one was like direct family, you know, father and brother uh, that were murdered. So she was, and she was the the one keeping them together. Yeah, oh, sorry, the glue, like the glue girl. That. She was the glue, right? Yeah, because even yeah. that was like you're the boss, you know, because that's she. So that's another part early on that you see what kind of person she is, and I think that's where they're giving you that little bit of something, you know, along yeah. with her going to the factory and uh, you know and how she was viewed there. Who, How was she who, who made their family? lunch? Who made their lunch? She did. Yeah. She made the lunch for her and her brother. Right. Um, so yeah, big sister. And I guess it, they didn't explicitly say it, but if IMDb is true in their their quote unquote reporting, I mean, and I know these are things submitted by by viewers, but if if this Danny was supposed to be eighteen. Well, damn, you know, not only is she a, a great worker, she was, uh, you know, getting her brother lunch. I don't, 18? I, I don't know. I don't know if that's her older brother or younger brother, but that guy is not younger than 18. He's not, right. So you're saying his chance to be, his chance to be Bruno Mars is gone, is what you're saying? It, it's gone. He, he's probably like twice as, <laughs> Bruno's like, what, early 30s? I don't know. Yeah. This guy, even, even this before the, 38. Even, even before the rebar took, took him out completely out of the, out of the, oh man, out, out of the, out of the whole uh, deal here, <laughs> yeah, I I liked it good as whole. Um, you know, our criticisms aren't that terrible. I don't think uh, yeah. the criticisms are going to take anything away. Uh, so you know, at the end of the our reviews, we usually kind of just look over what some of the uh, websites uh, have the score as, or or I guess like viewer uh, ratings. So currently. IMDb has it at 6.5 out of 10, which is very average. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes is actually tracking um, uh, ripe at 66%. So that's just rounded up. So they're they're both right there. Do you do you agree with that? You think that's a little little low, little high? I you know, gosh, it's, again, I'm, I'm putting on my nerd, my uh, Terminator nerd glasses on, and say that that's low for that. But I can see why it's that. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. if you're going in there and you're gonna be like critical of everything then yeah i can see 6.5 to 7 being the number i think know? so I think but right. um i mean for me as a fan a fan of the terminator movies and, and if i'm gonna just go one you know one two and then this one as the the, the trilogy that i would put it on together you know i would yeah I, I would give it a seven and a half maybe you know what i mean okay and and that guys you know it's kind of a hard one for me just because the action was so good that bumps up the score the writing ah you know what i would give it eight out of ten just as okay. a Terminator wow. fan, I'll give it eight out of ten. Just it was worth going to the movies. I'm not mad at you know, like when when a film is not good, you pay money. You're like, oh great, <laughs> like why did I just do? Just waste my time here, you know? Hell, I didn't have to uh, pay for for the best man, and I was like, I just wasted two hours, and I've seen this already. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So okay, so it's like to be you know, like like if I paid if I paid to go see Genesis, I would be mad. <laughs> That would make me upset. But. I obviously didn't listen to the review because I didn't see it. Um, <laughs> but I suppose I could have checked out the the non spoiler part. But I saw that uh, the the rating on IMDb for that was like five something. Right. Um, 
So I mean, I, I understand where six and a half. I understand where that number comes from. So I'm. I so do too. I'm. I'm not being. I'm not being objective at all with my number. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can take that as you will. I mean, you know, like uh, I think that people who like the franchise are going to be going to this movie or watching this movie because they love the franchise. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so then it's a matter of how they feel about this particular story. And again, a, a, a sort of rehash, but it does have the, enough twists for me to make it a new a new movie. And to be honest, how, how if you if you like an action franchise, why why are you why are you watching them? Do you know what I mean? Right. Like why are you doing that? Like is there certain about the lore? Is there something about the history of these characters which they gave us in this? It's not yeah. like they totally like yada yada the characters or or the history of this of this franchise you know i feel like something like this plays a lot better than any like than the transformer franchise which i thought was high garbage that's me though i don't right you know they they don't care about any kind of fucking story at least here they're giving us something going you know what we do care about this story like you can tell they care about it and maybe they slipped here and there but still overall it was well well worth it 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 was and you know what um i, I was just thinking about like the whole john connor deal uh, and him dying early on, though we enjoyed that relation relationship and interaction with John Connor and the T eight hundred and T two, we didn't need it in this, right? So, so yeah, kill him off. That makes sense. They they don't exist in in the future, um, or at least they're they're not as important. Uh, well, I guess he doesn't exist because he died, right? So he, right, yeah, he got, he got killed. Um, so I like where they went with that because we didn't need a forty-year-old like John Connor interacting with this T eight hundred. It's a, it's a new group of people. The baton is being passed, um, and I, I like you know Sarah being there. I guess one of the other things I don't know we keep trying to wrap this up, but um, the whole dialogue or maybe interactions between Sarah and Grace. What I would have preferred more is uh, the the one part that really rubs me the wrong way is when they were on top of the train and um, Grace says something to the effect of like, well, if you're, if you're like Mother Mary, why do I want to beat the shit out of you or something like that? Right. That That's very human to me, obviously, but um, I wish that it was more something like, uh, you know, Grace is she's on a certain mission and 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 that's it so everything she says i don't know i don't know obviously i'm not a writer but i I think the dialogue should be more like look we we really don't need you you're you're obsolete there's nothing that you can do for us and that strikes a chord with sarah and i think that drives her to be relevant and purposeful and useful for the remainder of like them being together. You know what I mean? Okay. I can see that. Uh, but yeah, so, so I think, you know, instead of like her, uh, Grace being like annoyed of Sarah, like throughout the movie, I think it should have just been like, she's like, look, this is my mission to protect her. If you want to come fine, but stay out of our way. And then like their interactions throughout the movie is more like, look, Sarah, you're, you're, you're a nobody. Like, I don't care about no John Connor. I don't care about no Sarah Connor. And then that hits damn. Sarah. And she's like, well, damn. You know, damn. Okay, well. Peter, you're like, maybe, I don't know, man. I don't know if I want you writing this fucking movie, dude. <laughs> it's it a terrible idea. Or? Jesus Christ. You're like, you're nobody. You're a piece of shit. What the fuck do we need you for? Well, you kind of need me for the EMP, connection to a colonel. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, like right, all that stuff. You kind of do think, need me, actually. And what is your plan? Running the whole yeah, fucking yeah, time? But, but I feel like those were all like conveniences. You know, like I, I think um, 
I, I think that's just because she has those ties. It's a convenience that <laughs> Peter well, hates Sarah, Sarah Connor. Connor. We just figured <laughs> no, it out. No, Peter no, fucking no. hates Sarah Connor. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no, I totally love. You know what? I'm gonna go back and watch T2 just because of that. <laughs> no, um, but do you get what I'm kind of saying? Like, I, I, I guess I was just like, man, why is she? Why is she so annoyed? It's the same thing as the connection uh, of of them trying to tell us that Danny is important because of who she is as a leader. So, mm-hmm. and they gave us a little bit of that, but they didn't give us maybe enough. And maybe they didn't give us enough for this antagonism that is between Sarah and, and Grace, except for right away them not trusting each other kind of thing, right? And mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a matter of them telling us, hey, they're from two different worlds, technically. Right. Grace, Grace and Sarah Connor are two different worlds, even though they're kind of experiencing similar things and dealing with the same problem. They're not, they, sh- they shouldn't know each other or know about it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. of what happened with the with the future that was avoided by by Sarah Connor and you know and and John, um, action John's actions. So I don't know. I think that would probably work. I don't know if I want to be as cold blooded as Peter in the right man. P- the, <laughs> Peter the writer is just like fuck everybody and everything. So you know, I'm. You say you love Sarah Connor. I don't know, Peter. I'm going to question that. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> okay, well, uh, the the, the six point five seven. <laughs> I agree with it. You know, the the quote unquote critics and the viewers. I understand it just like you. I understand that rating, but um, but like you, I'm gonna give it just a little bit more. I, I don't know if I'll go as far as saying like an eight. Um, I feel like an eight. I would watch this um, a lot. Like I'd feel I, I I could watch this like maybe like a a couple more times. You know. Um, uh yeah. I mean. I don't know. I, it's definitely the better that's sequel a good, that's after a good part point. two, right? Yeah. I, I I think that as far as watching again, I would watch it again. But I would watch T2 before any any of them. Yeah. That's the one I'll be like, I'm watching. If I see it on TV, I'm going to watch that. You it's know always I mean? on. Right. Um, I don't know. Maybe I met a little high on the eight. I, I don't know. I just thought the actions were so good, man. The action scenes were so good. And maybe that's why I'm giving it such a high score. It, it's really good. And... um. I, I guess, you know, we, we did kind of quote it a few times, but even like after walking out of the movie last night, I go, this isn't going to be a classic because what's there to quote? You know, the, 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 I'll, I'll be Good back. Point. It's been used. You know, no, they, they got rid yeah. of, you know, come with me if you want to live. There's not a whole lot of, you, no. Okay. So do you remember like the days of middle school, you watch a movie, you go back and then you just start saying some lines. Yep. You know, so I, yeah. I don't think you could do that with this one. I, I don't think a fourteen-year-old like, is going to watch this go back in and be like, "Ha ha, I you're in processing." Right? Yeah. Um. For instance, uh, in a movie, um, Predator. Okay. You know, there's plenty of lines on that, right? Like the original One-liners. Predator. Yeah. Right. Straight up, like I don't bleed. You know that. You know, there's there's certain lines you're like, you're right. And action movies have that, right? And you're right that it doesn't really have that iconic one here. And I wonder if I don't know. You can't, though. I don't think. What are you going to add to it that hasn't been already done? You yeah. Know? So Say then that's I guess a the nice question. Spike, and then, you know, like, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess how, how else do you do you write it? But, but I, I think. I think that's I think that's what a lot of good movies have though. They they, they have some of those lines that you could just say and apply at at uh, certain moments that people will get a good chuckle out of it. Right. Um I don't know if this one has any of that. Yeah, but I, yeah, I get it. Uh, as far fine, as like though. in the movie Psychics, you know, like what like classic movies that are going to give you lines all over, or, you know, that you you know from the line that you tell me Peter, I'm going to know what movie you're talking about. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. You're right about that. Uh, maybe I am high on that. But 
I had, I had a, I had a fucking hey, blast. Hey, you had a good ass time. I had a good time, dude. Matters. Yeah, I had a yeah, good yeah. time. I had a good time with these women kicking ass. Mm-hmm. For the fucking uh, brown people all brown over people. The place. Yep, yeah. exactly. Uh, Spanish being spoken, dude. I was like, I was like represented up in this motherfucker, man. <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my my last uh, representation was in uh, Genesis, where it was the Asian T one thousand. Oh man, we needed Asians in this movie, man. What's up? Well, that was rude. Uh, there, there, there's some in Corpus Christi because that's where I'm from. But, there you go. You know, Mexico City. I don't know nothing <laughs> don't, about that. Yeah, there. you're right. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we'll wrap it up. Uh, sorry if you guys made it this far and rolling all types of eyes. But uh, hey, dad jokes. We got them. Yeah. Hey, we've never said we don't. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I mean, Carl got them. So do we. Uh, Mariano, where can listeners get a hold of you if they want to continue on uh, the conversation about Dark Fate? All right. If you have dad jokes. Or mom jokes. <laughs> you can hit me up <laughs> on Twitter. Matter, yeah. Right. Uh, at Papa Elefante. That's at P-A-P-A-E-L-E-F-A-N-T-E. Also on Postalgic and Friends, a group on Facebook. You can go kind of look them up and join us. We're, we're all over. We're covering yeah. a bunch of shit. Yeah, we're you there know? too. Uh, if you want to follow us on uh, the other social media sites, we are on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Postalgic. Uh, for me, you can find me uh, at Rip Citizen, and I also do a uh, podcast that covers Cobra Kai stuff. We've reviewed all the episodes, interviewed over 34 cast members from the show and original movies. So check that out if you're interested. Cobra Kai Companion, Companion with a K. Uh, so that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Cortem Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Cortem Parts shows, visit cortemparts.com.